overall selection in the 2019 NHL Draft belongs to New Jersey Devils. And there it is. Congratulations to the New Jersey Devils. Deja vu all over again as they grab the number one pick. The New York Rangers, they slide into the number two pick. An unbelievable turn of events for New Jersey. How do you start this podcast? I mean, I was going to make a joke that you could start saying into a sentence about how the podcast has been doing well, and then I can interrupt you to say, uh, you have been let go, and we will be finding a new co-host, because obviously that's what happens when you do well, you get let go. I mean, listen, maybe you just need to rebuild for another five years, but that will lead you to getting fired. Hi! We're a podcast. We're no, we're about Know Your Devils at Know Your Devils on Twitter. I'm Ed. That's Eric. Quick intros. We got those down now. Yeah, because Ray Sherrill, this is the uh, Ray Sherrill has been fired podcast. You know, yesterday me and Eric uh, were hanging out, played a little hockey in the morning. We looked at each other. We were both kind of tired and we said, do you want to record the podcast tonight? And Eric looked at me and went, nah. And then... Two hours later, Ray Sherrill. Exact words. <laughs> Two hours later, Ray Sherrill is fired by the New Jersey Devils in one of the most weirdest, like, what type moves I've ever seen. I thought it was a joke when I saw it on Twitter first. I was like, oh, Ray Sherrill's been let go. And I'm like, nah. And then I saw it, the blue check mark next to the name. And I was like, oh, no. Is this real? Yeah. I mean, it is. I don't know what it has been about the devils firing someone like a few hours before a game and this is just it's just weird like i'm sorry that like i'm like pausing here because i'm like i don't know how to react like i don't know what the move is like like what's the move here yeah like why i've tried looking at it from the ceo's perspective or from our owner's perspective and the best thing i can think of is okay when Cheryl was hired, he said, you know, it's going to take maybe about five or six seasons, but we're going to be able to rebuild this team and we'll be a playoff contender and moving towards cup contender. This past summer, get the number one pick. Awesome. Trade for one of the best players not in the NHL. Awesome. Trade for a guy who is a Norris. He's won the Norris. Like, he made three moves or got three moves that basically seemed like an all-in type move. And... Yeah. Well, Jack Hughes has been good, not great, but good for, for Nikita Gusev has come around and he's looked great. And PK has been rough. He's uh, been bad. Let's, uh, he's been bad. Yeah. And then I feel like it's like, okay, he's now going back to his boss and said, it's probably going to be another five or six years. I can see if that was what happened, why he would be fired. Cause basically it's like saying if an employee came to you and said, it's going to take five to six years and then came back to you and said, Oh, it's actually going to be another five to six years. You're not keeping your job, but no. it, it's the, the thing is, and this is the problem sometimes is the speculation start coming out. And we've already seen a few reports. It's like, 
apparently Cheryl was not going to trade Paul Mary. Like, it seemed like Cheryl wanted to retool, and maybe the owners want to rebuild, but, like, a quick rebuild. Like, so it is a retool, and it just, it's just weird. The timing of this firing is just weird. Especially after the Devils have been doing as well as they have been. I know they started out rough under Naz, what was it, uh... Losing the first four. Six. Oh, oh, and six. Yeah, I think it was. And then what in their last 18, they're like, uh, what was it, like 12, four, and two or something along those lines? Lit- I should know that stat off the top of my head, but literally, they've been doing better. Let's just say that. I mean, literally this past weekend, they beat the number one team in the East, one of the best teams in the NHL, convincingly. Not like, oh, they squeaked out a win. They convincingly beat the Capitals. And then they yep. just ended the 10-game win streak against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Like Both empty net goals scored by Kilometers Timber. <laughs> <laughs> Miles Wood, I guess my question to you, Eric, is are you concerned now about this team and its future and what's going to happen? Honestly, I am a little bit now. I liked Shiro. I liked a lot of the moves he he's done. The only two moves that I didn't like was the Grabner trade and the Mueller trade. Yeah. Those are the only two that I... Hindsight's twenty twenty, of course, and we are in the year of 2020, so makes sense. Those are the only two that haven't really panned out. The team is underperforming, and everyone looked at this team and went, they're going to like a playoff bubble. They may not be in, but they're going to be in the fight. I didn't see that many people outside of other Metro Division fans saying that we were going to be this bad. If they all believed it, and the GM believed it, and then it didn't work out, you know, don't act like the GM was in La La Land being like, no, we're going to be amazing, and that was a you know, crazy idea. Yeah, no, I completely agree. Everyone was, all the NHL experts were saying, yeah, the Devils won the offseason. Devils won the offseason. Like, but then, you know, people were saying, well, the goal is a little concerning, which is was a fair assessment. Mackenzie Blackwood is a rookie goaltender. Corey Schneider is coming off three major injuries. Yeah, that is definitely a concern. Maybe it's, and maybe Cheryl should have addressed that over the summer. But when you look at it, but who? Like, who could you have gotten? Are you going to go after Bobrovsky for $10 million a year? No. For eight years? Yeah. No. Are you concerned now? After reading a little bit of the speculation, I'm a little bit concerned. What speculation has got you concerned? uh, About Paul Mary. Because I don't want to trade Paul Mary. And general managers are when owners start getting involved. It's a little concerning. And... It's interesting because Tom Fitzgerald, who has been the assistant general manager here for Shero's tenure, he's basically going to have the same vision as Shero. So was the issue that maybe Shero wasn't being aggressive enough with trying to right the ship or like trying to move the team in the right direction for the future? Or was it that, you know, they just didn't believe in what Shero was trying to do? Because here's the thing, like Shero doesn't get that much credit for how bad this team was he really did a good job now of refilling our prospect pool not granted we really haven't seen any of our prospects blossom yet but this roster that you see in front of you now versus when he took over it's night and day and it's just like i'm concerned that 
they're going to try to do a move to try to get a bunch of assets and basically do a quick rebuild a la the Rangers, and it's going to blow up even more in our faces. Well, you have to remember that these owners are the same people who own the 76ers, yes. who did do that blow up and did sell off everyone for picks. And now the 76ers are, you know, I believe they made the playoffs and they are doing better, but... That would worry me if they got rid of Palmieri, if they got rid of Vatnin, if they got rid of all the people who are actually here and in that middle ground, not very old, but not a prospect anymore. Yeah. That's, uh, I, I wouldn't know if I'd be in agreement with that. Yeah, exactly. And it's so it's just, I don't think we're going to see anything for the next couple weeks. Because normally when an interim GM takes over, they're not going to make too many big moves right away because they're going to kind of assess everything but it's just like i just it's just a weird move like it's funny too because i was looking at a lot of what the penguins a lot of the players like a lot of their top players that they have tristan yari jake jensel brian rust those were all cheryl draft picks a lot of that penguins roster is a lot of cheryl's work and they're still reaping the benefits from that and i don't know and bewildering it's, is the word you're looking for, it, by the yeah, way. Yeah, I mean, I'm really, I am bewildered by all this. And, you know, it's just interesting, like, you know, the whole entire thing with, well, John Hines just got another job. And you're like, I, I'm just, and now I'm just like, I feel like I'm like trying to figure out a reason why, you know, did he get in trouble because he called his buddy David Pulley and was like, I mean, this is full on conspiracy. I'm telling you this right now. This is right off oh, the top no. of my head. Okay. We're getting into hot takes. As we know. Ray Sherrill and David Poley are friends. They have worked together. They have been past colleagues. They have done a bunch of trades together. The Predators just signed John Hines after finding Peter Laviette. I wonder. Conspiracy theory. So please, take this with a grain of salt. What if they were like, he was going to hire Peter Laviette, and the owners were like, we don't want to hire a coach yet. What a conspiracy theory. <laughs> I have not heard this anywhere. But it, why? I don't, I don't know. Like, for some reason, like, that thought just popped in my head, like... Maybe the owners want to get a different perspective. Maybe they're like, hey, can we not get anyone from, like, the USA hockey program? <laughs> like, Cheryl, you seem to have an affinity for past Penguin players, U.S. hockey players, and uh, players that have, or coaches that have worked with Nashville. Could we not? And maybe do something different? I don't know. Like I said, that was just a random thought. But is it? <sighs> I don't know, dude. Like I said, it's I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> so bewildered. Like, I really, it was just like, it was so shocking to me that Ray Sherrill got let go. And I'm like, I want to know so badly, like, what happened? Like, is it literally like you don't want to wait another five or six years and be the Oilers of this current generation of uh, NHL players? I, I get that. I don't that. think we're going to need five or six years. Honestly, I don't think it's going to be five or six. You think it's going to take until Jack Hughes is 23, 24 before we snip the playoffs? <sighs> I honestly don't know now. Like, this move has sideswiped me so much, man. I have zero idea. We are bewildered. We are so bewildered. That's the title of this podcast. Know Your Devils, Episode 70, The Bewilderment. Oh, I was going to go with There Goes My Shiro. But... Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. We should start the intro with uh, with the, bum, 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 like the, the Foo Fighters song. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, maybe I will so we can get flagged. I'm very curious to see, see what happens. I am concerned for the future of this team because I don't want them to blow it up where they trade away Paul Mary, Green, Zajac, 
Coleman. Like, they trade away all these players to just like, okay, we're going to get a bunch of picks now, and it's going to be fixed. And unfortunately, and I'm not trying to knock Michael McLeod here, but yeah, you can trade these picks. You can even get first-round picks. They become mid-first-rounders, or even higher mid-first-rounders. You can get picks like Michael McLeod, who originally looked like a top-six forward, and is now starting to fall into that middle-six possibly bottom nine type forward and you know what if you just get a bunch of those what if you get a bunch of duds on those picks yeah i mean that's you know? maybe they just just i mean that's the only reason why you get rid of ray Sherrill now is because you're like okay we got the draft coming up we got to make sure our scouting is where we want it to be and they just don't like the vision of where ray Sherrill was going with his team it's very interesting that i mean i it's bewilderment i'm so bewildered yeah i'm speechless and bewildered I mean, we're going to, like I said, I like the attitude that's in the room. Jack Hughes literally last night after the game is like, we're only 11 points out. That just shows to me like, yeah, these guys are going to keep fighting. And like, I like that. And I like that the fact that these group of guys are like, you know what? We're going to keep fighting. We're going to keep playing this out. Like, that's the attitude that you want. They're not like, oh, we'll see how the next game goes. They're like, no, we're 11 points out. Let's go for it. Or as Gustav said, we win next game. We win next game. And you know what? I'm not one of those people who are like, oh, they're ruining their chances at a lottery pick. Because how many times did we hear that just a few years ago, well, last year, and then a few years ago with Nico, where we won our last game or won our last few, and you hear, oh, we ruined our chances because now we have lower percentage, and then we won. Yeah, I've seen more people this year going like, you know what, I kind of want to see these guys just compete. It's a little less about people like, we need the tank, we need the tank, we need the tank. It's a lot more of like... I think it's because people don't want to see it anymore. Like, yeah, obviously, the first overall pick, the LaFrenchie dude, like, yeah, I would be awesome Alexis to have. LaFrenchie. Yeah, yeah, give me that all day. Inject that into my veins. But at the same time, I'm like, but I also just want this team to start making progress. And maybe Shero's yeah. leaving is going to be the start. I don't know. We should have a count to see how many On times the next I... episode of The Scary Door. <laughs> I mean, who's going to get fired next? <laughs> You know, it's not going to be Marty. Uh, the goaltending coach. <laughs> Jesus. At least, sh- hey, Louis Deming, props to him. Like, he was awesome these last two games. And there was a really good athletic article that came out today. That winner versus Tampa, he that was a, like, he said that was a redemption arc for him. So. Yep, he said it felt like his first win ever. Like, that's yeah. how good it felt. Yeah. Like, if you have a, an athletic subscription, which I would highly recommend, I actually subbed today really good i've had one for uh six months i mean it's great it's a great 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 site and that was a really good article and it kind of puts in perspective a little bit like how what these hockey players go through like yeah literally like dude dude was given a contract like the lightning say yeah no take two years don't take the one year take the two years to be with us and then literally they go to the summer we're not oh yeah we're just dropping you and they don't give them a reason why it's just it's an interesting move um, so I'm really happy yeah. to have the lead to make. I'm really happy to see Schneider's back up. A little concerning to see what's the problem with Blackwood there, but maybe we'll uh, we'll figure that out soon. Nico's been looking like a leader. Yeah. Gusev's yeah. been coming on. Nico's not. I mean, he doesn't look like an all-star, apparently. Well, enough to score two goals on the guy who got in. Yeah. I know. That was so pleasing to see. TJ Oshie, which... I probably should have seen that's what it was going to be because I completely forgot TJ Yoshi used to be on the St. Louis Blues. Like, that was like, a, just like a thought that popped talking in my head. Oh, right. He used to be there. I'm like, why did TJ Yoshi get, oh, uh, 
I said Yoshi. TJ Oshi get voted in. I'm like, oh, right, he used to be there. He's another blue. He's going to get a nice standing ovation. Whatever, they don't understand. Oh, yeah, there's someone on Reddit today, too, who was all like, oh, Nico's making Stamco's money. I guess when Stamco signed his first contract, it was like six mil back, like, you know, 10 years ago. And Nico making the yeah. same contract as guy seven years ago is, like, apparently a problem. And I'm like, you don't... Economics, how do they work? Yeah, exactly. I, that was a little tangent at the end. It, it, I was basically saying this. If you don't think Nico is worthy of being in the All-Star game, you don't watch the Devils then. And you don't listen to Know Your Devils. Yes, exactly. Because he should be. Yes. So, Eric, any last thoughts on Cheryl or final goodbyes? You know Ray's listening right now. Oh, uh, Ray... Did a good job, kid. I know you're probably 50 years older than me. Sorry, but yeah, I liked what you did here, except for a few trades. And I wish you the best. And I would not be surprised to see you on another team as a GM, just like John Hines is now coaching another team. Exactly. And sort of signed Hall, your mother. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Bum, bum, ba, ba, ba. <laughs> no, final thoughts. I mean, he did good. He really did good. He deserves a lot of credit. And I think when the Devils turn this around, we're going to see a lot of the work that Ray did actually really come through. And yeah, that's all I got. So twitter.com slash know your devils, all the other stuff, find us there. Let us know what your thoughts are with Ray in the comments, whether it's yeah. in, on the Reddit thread or on our SoundCloud. And uh, give us or a Discord. like. Or on Discord. Give us a follow on the uh, old Spotify. And um, we'll see you next time. So once again, my name is Ed. This is Eric. And this is Know Your Devils. We'll see you next time.